0: Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Podcast. We are going through this series, Gift of Presence. The Gifts of Presence is our special December episodes where we are talking about these uh, freely given, all we need to do is receive them, uh, habits, practices that you can build a life to access God, live in His kingdom, and experience His grace more and more. I think everyone's hungry for that, right, Bucky, in this season?
1: Yeah, yeah, everybody wants to feel a sense that there's hope, that there's peace, joy beyond the circumstances and the challenges of our world, culture, the news, media cycle, politics, we're hungering for something more that our culture really can't provide for us right now. Unfortunately, the the, the message of Christmas is that God provided that for us in the gift of his presence. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a gift of grace. Right. I love that. And uh, you know, we've done series before. This is really a part of our
0: watermark DNA. Is the inner journey we call it around here? Soul care being transformed from the inside out requires um, really some things that many times feel intangible. You know, so we've uh, the previous series we did. We did silence, solitude, stillness, Sabbath. These things seem so um, untouchable and and kind of the word is esoteric, but just out of reach. You know. Mm-hmm. And I love some of the terms God's giving us for this December 2020 series because a lot of them are more relatable, practical, specific, and we're kind of freshening them up. So this episode, last episode, we talked about the Word, the Word of God. That's a classic, but you've mm-hmm. got to go back and listen to that one if you, didn't, you haven't yet. This, this episode in week two is about waiting, the wow. spiritual discipline of waiting.
1: That's a fun one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that many of us ever consider waiting to be a spiritual practice.
1: Yeah, and waiting is actually some of the best work we do as Christians. <laughs> mm. It's some of the most important work that we do as Christians. Right. It's the waiting that's very important.
0: Yeah, and we find a huge precedent all over Scripture where God's people were meant to wait. Story after story after story of what God does in the waiting. Right. I want to start with this, actually, this lyric, and then it's a, from a great worship song, and then maybe we'll get into some of those verses Across scripture. I know you have one ready, but this is from just a powerful, powerful, uh, I think it's Bethel worship um, song, Take Courage. That's what it is. Mm. All right. I'm just going to read the, the first two stanzas, including the chorus. She says, slow down, take time. Breathe in, he said. Mm. He'd reveal what's to come, the thoughts in his mind, always higher than mine. He'll reveal all to come. here's the chorus. Beautiful how these two things go together. Take courage, my heart. Stay steadfast, my soul. Mm. He's in the waiting. He's in the waiting. Mm. Hold on to your hope as your triumph unfolds. He's never failing. He's never failing. I Mm. love that. I remembered the lyric. God brought me this this song lyric just last week Mm. as we were praying about a big issue at church. And he just said, wait, wait, wait patience in the waiting. And I thought, man, that seems like a song lurk. where did that come from? The song is called Take Courage, but there's a there's a marriage of taking courage and waiting. And that's the blessing of this song and I think that's part of God's fruit in waiting is that he's doing something. He's 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 setting you up for something. And so much of 2020 Bucky has been a setback. Maybe it's a setup.
1: Mhm. Yeah, because f- many times the The waiting, the importance of the waiting is not the outcome of the waiting, but it's the work that God does in us in the waiting Mm. that prepares us for whatever is next. And that's the powerful thing. And as you said, we don't wait alone. We wait with the Lord. Mm -hmm. He's with us in the waiting. And I love the promise of Isaiah to a group of people that were in exile. Right. And (laughs) He's praying to comfort them, and things are crumbling, and uh, things have been challenging for Israel as they're being uh, judged for their idolatry, as they're being sent into exile. And this promise of waiting, right? It's going to be 70 years in exile before they come out of this time. And uh, Isaiah said, but those who trust, or you can translate wait, wait and trust are the same thing. Those who trust in the Lord or wait in the Lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings of eagles they will run and not become weary they will walk and not become faint so there is a strengthening there is a filling there is a a things something powerful that happens inside of us as hope begins to rise within us as we wait and we soar we don't have to flap our wings like a like a, a bumblebee or you know a hummingbird and try to you know keep ourselves spiritually afloat no we can pull our wings out and it's the spirit of god that lifts us up so we can soar and we see a bigger vision we see a bigger picture and the waiting things become clear to us mm. about the future wow
0: that's a yeah. really useful image yeah. i love that analogy mm-hmm. um the over speeding the overdoing the overachieving um overproducing uh, that's the first line of this song that was also perfect slow down take time um, we just, um, quite frankly, just to be blunt, and I'm speaking to myself as I always am first, we we are just so godless in our own overproduction and right. our own doing and our own manufacturing that we're fluttering our wings, just sputtering around yeah. because we get too nervous to just be still and to wait on God. And, of course, you mentioned Isaiah. I mean, there's just, we, we have such a rich tradition in our Christian um practice of waiting i mean you just mm-hmm. look at israel look no further than israel uh they had to they, the israelites when they were in the desert right they're in sinai they're waiting they're wandering what ruth haley barton calls the roundabout way they don't go straight there they weren't ready right. for that god had to yeah. you so rightly say bucky god had to do something in them before he would
1: they were ready to face what was outside them yes God's got to get Egypt out of us before we can get Egypt out of the world, right? Wow, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the work that He has to do within the church before we can do something to our outside culture.
0: Right. And that's yeah. so relevant today for the yeah. quote unquote Egypt we're facing today. That Egypt mm-hmm. could be any battle, any anything we're tying our faith to and our hearts to, whether it be, you know, health and safety or the you know, the next president or our jobs, our income, um, all of those things God is showing us weight and I'm going to do something in you. Mm-hmm. And you keep going down the scriptural tradition, right? Israel, again and again, not just in Sinai, but then as you reference, then they go into exile. They're in waiting once again, waiting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, and fast forward, this will be our bridge to the New Testament and, and what we want to talk about in terms of um, Zecha, Zacharias. But um,
1: the Jews are then waiting for the Messiah. Yeah, they have this 400 w- years of silence. Right. There hasn't been a prophet in Israel for 400 years. Right. You know, and uh, they're longing for this Messiah. They're longing to hear the word of God prophetically. Right. Yeah, they're in waiting.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so they, they, they're they forever waiting for the Savior, the Jewish Messiah. And they and, and there's this wonderful picture that I'll probably be preaching from in, in this upcoming weekend is all about waiting in silence and, because those two are really together. They, <laughs> When mm-hmm. you feel um, like you're in between time, And I I love, uh, you know, what our friend Steve Page from church says, in between is the worst. Mm -hmm. It feels like, uh, you know, I know my wife gets so anxious and upset when she's having to in between, when you're moving, Mm -hmm. you're in between homes, when you're in between jobs, you just get so squirrely and so anxious. It's so hard to be still when you're in the in between. And he said, yeah, that was just like Israel. You know, they were in the desert. They were in between. And um, oh, man, it's so hard to sit in that space.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me as a Orange County businessman right now, you know, in in a shutdown mode, waiting for a vaccine and waiting for a a potential reopening just in that period of, oh, my gosh, can't do anything. Really, I want to do anything and do stuff and flap my wings many times in, in in productivity, anxiety and worry versus being still versus being silent versus waiting upon the Lord, which will give me greater sense of peace and trust because the outcomes are really ultimately in his hands. Right. So yeah. Right. We get
0: it. Yeah. So there's this great picture here in uh, Luke chapter one, right? The angel comes to um, the parents of John the Baptist and, uh, you know, announces that their son will be the one that foretells the the coming of Jesus Mm -hmm. And so the angel comes to Zacharias. That's the father of John. Right. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, he's serving the priest before God in the temple. He's going in for the regular priestly duties that day. And the angel comes and visits him. And uh, man, it says here in verse 13, the angel says, don't be afraid, Zacharias, because your petition in prayer was heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you'll name him John. You'll have great joy and delight. You'll rejoice at his birth. And we so often, keep in mind, this is why we're reading this about Zacharias. We're we're Zacharias? Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) So you'll see what happens. This resonates for most of us. Um, He'll be great and distinguished. He's talking about, you know, the son that's going to have this great privilege and honor to announce Jesus. and also talking about Jesus, he'll turn many of the sons of Israel back from their sin to love the Lord, their God, be the forerunner before him. This is so powerful, just like Elijah. And what does Zachariah say? Verse 18 said to the angel, how will I be certain of this? <laughs> we just got to stop right
1: there. He's a typical he, pastor. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I want certainty, yeah. not, not waiting. Not faith. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. He can't, he doesn't know how to wait. And, and mm. for that, of course, he's going to pay. We'll see in a second. I'm an old man. My wife is advanced in age. Angel replied, "I'm Gabriel. I stand and minister to the very presence of God, mm-hmm. and I've been sent by Him to speak to you and to bring you this good news. Listen carefully. You'll be continually silent. He gets, you know, he gets struck with muteness, a little uh, bout of muteness, silent and unable to speak until the day when these things take place. Because you did not. Here's the key phrase: because you did not believe what I told you. But my words will be fulfilled at their proper time. It's like the wow. angel of God, Bucky, yeah. is coming to us, less tangible, maybe less." Uh, mystical and 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 you know with a heavenly kind of yeah just intrusion, but he's coming to us, saying Christ is here. He is near. The presence of God is near you, and we're just saying, I want to be certain. I want to be certain. I'm still, we're still
1: clawing for control and certainty. Yeah, well, and right? I, and I, I I totally relate to that. Like saying then we look at this and it feels harsh. Like, Oh my gosh. You know, he just asked one little question and all of a sudden he gets silenced. He gets, you know, sent to a timeout for <laughs> six, nine months or whatever it's going to be. And, uh, you know, it feels a little harsh, but yet as I've spent a time meditating on this and contemplating this passage before in my life, I realized that this is actually a gift. Mm. It's the gift of waiting. It's the gift of silence so that Zechariah can clear his soul. Hmm. So he's actually ready to proclaim and receive this amazing gift and celebrate it. And so many times God, the waiting is, feels like a timeout, it feels like God's put us on the bench for a while, but he's only put us on the bench so we can get back in the game. (laughs) He's only putting it on the bench so we can wait and reflect on our own soul and allow God's presence to take first place again and his word to take priority. So we're ready to do the work that he has for us because he has a work for Zachariah still to do. He's not out of the game. Totally.
0: Right. And and the story continues. Um, John is now going to be born. Um, Zachariah just sat silently. He sat in waiting. Mm -hmm. It was probably a long nine month period, still struggling with doubt and understanding and certainty um, is this thing going to be real? Did I see what I saw? Was that angel? Did I get that message? Right. Even with the daily reminder, I have no words. Right. I cannot speak. I cannot do. I cannot control. I cannot manufacture. I've been struck with this muteness. Even then, wondering what's going to happen. Is, is the baby going to come to fruition? Is this baby going to live that life You know, with these hopes we have for our kids? Is it really going to be the forerunner of Jesus? Right. And there's this wonderful unlocking when he finally stands in agreement with the word that the angel Gabriel brought to him happened on the eighth day, verse 59. He came to circumcise the child at the temple, as was the law. They intended to name him Zacharias after his father, but his mother answered, No, indeed. Instead, he will be called John. And everyone protesting, for they're still standing in their human knowledge and understanding, they said, there Are none of your relatives called by that name? Then they made signs to his father as to what he wanted to call him, and he asked for a writing tablet and wrote as follows His name is John. They were all astonished. At once, Zacharias' mouth was opened, his tongue was freed, his mouth was loosed. He began speaking, praising, and blessing, and thanking God. Then fear came on all their neighbors, and all things were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea.
1: I love that. And and in the waiting, Zechariah, this priest, this this man who was called to be God's ambassador, right? God's intercessor for Israel. Now, after waiting, his mouth is full of praise and prophecy. Mm. You know, he's been prepared to proclaim And do the work that he's called to do. And the waiting is what many times we need to go through for God to prepare our hearts to do the work he has for us.
0: That's right. So you guys, as we wind down this mini episode, um, take heart, take courage, don't lose hope. He's in the waiting. Whatever you're waiting for, you're waiting for the job breakthrough. You're waiting for your kid to get, you know, recovered and clean. You're waiting for the vaccine so you can come back out again. You're you're waiting for, you know, your business to break through. You're waiting for that paycheck. You're waiting for Christmas morning, whatever Mm, it is that you're waiting for. Waiting for for that present. (laughs) Right. Mm. There's a gift right here, right now in the waiting. Don't try and fast track that or Mm -hmm. skip over that embrace the silence embrace the waiting he's there he's in your midst he's 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 so accessible to you right now
1: Mm. yes let me just pray over the listeners today lord as we wait upon you many of those who are listening today hearing these words are struggling and waiting with sickness or fear or doubt or consternation because things are not working out the way they wanted them to financially emotionally spiritually health-wise But, Lord, remind them today that the waiting is worth it because you are worth it. You are in the waiting. I mean, those who are waiting upon you today, would you renew their strength? Would you mount up their vision, their heart with wings as eagles and allow them to soar and see your future and prepare them for the work that you have for them? We trust you. We accept what you have for us in the waiting. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks, Bucky, for that. It's a huge blessing. Thank you guys for listening. Share this with someone who needs a real gift. You know, I keep Mm -hmm. passing the mall like every day, and I see that they're clearly not closed. But for many weeks there, I just thought, man. Even my heart was broken that like commercialism wasn't going to be the same. My consumerism wasn't going to be the same. And I always knew the second voice in my head after that first kind of sadness was, yeah, because I'm going to free people up from their heartstrings that were attached to stuff. And now maybe they will have a chance of being attached to me. And as you know people who are really hungry for some other gift that they're waiting, you know, stuff, paychecks, money, relationships, whatever, send this to them who have that prayer. And maybe they'll find a different kind of gift this season that will give them life and life to the full, not just this Christmas season, not just 2020, but forever. Yeah.
1: And by the way, Ben and I can't wait till the day when we can all come back into God's house again in the church and fellowship and worship together without the fear of disease or sickness. That's going to be a great day. We're praying and waiting for that day.
0: Definitely, yeah. we will. And so don't forget, you guys, next two episodes are going to be really good. We're going to be talking about the gift of witness and the gift of rhythm. Those are three and four that we'll wind down December with. going to be very powerful, helpful um, ways to experience God's grace, His kingdom, and His presence this, this season and beyond.
1: Sounds great. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs>
0: Happy holidays.